guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today I'm going to take you to a unique chapter in Ezekiel. It's not even mentioned in the Come Follow Me, but it's one that I read and I I really think the principle here is super relevant to what we're going through, especially in our world today. So you go to chapter 18 of Ezekiel. Now, as you're getting there, I want you to think of kind of an analogy here. Why do you think Lehi, now Lehi, righteous prophet in the Book of Mormon, I mean, amazing. How is it that Lehi had two kids named Laman and Lemuel that just didn't do what he asked them to do, right? I guarantee you this guy had family scripture study, family prayer, did all those things, yet he had a couple of wicked kids, right? Is that his fault or is it their fault? Now here's another example, okay? You got a guy by the name of King Noah. It's interesting, his father's name was Zenith. Zenith was a fairly righteous individual. King Noah was wicked. King Noah also had a son by the name of Limhi. Limhi was a very righteous man. Again, how did that work out? You got a righteous man that comes from a very wicked man, right? Now in chapter 18, it gives a weird proverb that I think kind of addresses this idea. Uh, Verse number two says, what mean ye that use this proverb concerning the land of Israel saying, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have occasion anymore to use this proverb in Israel. Now, my own interpretation of this, you think that just because your fathers ate sour grapes that you can blame your sensitive teeth issues on them. Stop using this parable and stop blaming them for your problems. Now, what you end up getting here is about for the next, I don't know, probably about verse 5 down to about verse 18. It gives you a similar analogy that I started with. It talks about a righteous man. Okay, you got a righteous guy and he does good and everything like that. And then what does he do? Verse number uh, 10. If he beget a son that is a robber and a shedder of blood that doeth the like unto one of any one of these things. You go down to verse number 13 and it says, he hath done all these abominations and he shall surely die. His blood shall be upon him. And then the next couple of verses it says, and what if he has a righteous kid? Whose responsibility is it and whose fault and who is to blame that this person had a righteous kid and this one had a, uh, an unrighteous kid? Yeah, bottom line with all of this right here, you go down to verse number 19 and the Lord says, yet say ye, why? Doth not the son bear the iniquity of the father? When the son hath done that which is lawful and right and hath kept all my statutes and hath done them, he shall surely live. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. You go back to the chapter heading of chapter 18, and it simply just says, men will be punished for their own sins. You're like, wait, I've heard that before. That is one of our articles of faith, right? Now, with that said, I think the bottom line with this, and I really think the principle here, is you can choose to live righteously regardless of the circumstances and the choices of those around you. I really believe that's true. You can only blame your situation on so much, which you really can't. I mean, it's one thing to be able to be raised in a crazy household, but you don't have to be that same way. No righteous or wicked, it doesn't matter. You take responsibility for your actions. Now, there's a cool little inspirational message that came out a couple years ago that I think teaches this perfectly. So watch this. Hi, Gardner. Hi, Daddy. Hey, Katie Bug. 
to answer the particular endings of his subjects. For they purpose not their deaths when they purpose their services. Every subject's duty is the king's. But every subject's soul is his own. My actions are my own. What are you two doing up? Guess what Katie did. What did Katie do? She got a fight. What? Yeah, she punched a boy. It wasn't my fault. Girls, enough. Go to bed. But it was my fault. Oh, okay, Bug. Yeah, you just go to bed like your mom said. You two, go to bed, go to bed. I'll come up in a second. Maybe. Late night. Yeah. You said rehearsal got done at 8. It's almost 10. Why didn't you call me? It wasn't my... You're right. I'm sorry. I should have called you. I didn't call you. I am a terrible, terrible, terrible husband. So you are. Yes. <laughs> so what can I do to make it better? Uh, for starters, you can put him to bed. Okay, I think I can manage that. And, uh, well, you can help me tackle this. <laughs> when things turn bad, there's a tendency to blame others or even God. In matters both temporal and spiritual, the opportunity to assume personal responsibility is a God-given gift, without which we cannot realize our full potential. My plea is simply to take responsibility and go to work so that there's something for God to help us with. Okay, I love that message because it does. It teaches this principle of like, look, don't just blame your situation on others. Take responsibility. You go down to, to chapter 18, verse 31. Cast away from you all your transgressions, kind of like this guy in the video, right? Whereby you've transgressed and make you a new heart and a new spirit, which you watch that happen in this video. Now, that idea of the new heart and new spirit, I just want to quickly take you over to chapter 36 of Ezekiel, where I think this principle is taught so well. Verse 26, a new heart also will I give to you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, that, that stiff-hearted that we talked about yesterday. I'm going to take away that pride. You show me a little bit of humility, and that pride will disappear. I will give you an heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. Ye shall keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. Um, and I love that. And so the idea there of when you and I take responsibility for our actions, watch what the Lord is able to do to help us out. I love that principle and I know that it's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed and have a great day.